Good evening. This is Evening Prayer for Monday, March 28th. Good evening, Lord. Thank you for calling me into prayer. Thank you that you call us at all. Even when I'm stumbling around, even when my back is turned, you still call me. Thank you for your persistence in calling me to prayer. In the Psalms I read, let my prayer be counted as incense before you and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. I turn my heart now, Lord, to the ancient prayers of your people. Psalm 90. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You return man to dust and say, Return, O children of man, for a thousand years in your sight are but as yesterday when it is past, or as a watch in the night. You sweep them away as a flood, they are like a dream like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed, in the evening it fades and withers. For we are brought to an end by your anger, by your wrath we are dismayed. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. For all our days pass away under your wrath. We bring our years to an end like a sigh. The years of our life are 70, or even by reason of strength 80, Yet their span is but toil and trouble. They are soon gone and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger and your wrath according to the fear of you? So teach us to number our days that we may get, get a heart of wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us, and for as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work be shown to your servants. Let your glorious power to their children. Let the favor of the Lord God be upon us and establish the works of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the works of our hands. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Lord, I adore you in this space of silence, in this space of song, I adore you. For all your goodness, for all your love for me. Oh Lord, I open my heart and my mind to your good word from the New Testament. Hebrews 3, 7. 
through 4.13. So my dear Christian friends, companions, in following this call to the heights, take a good hard look at Jesus. He's the centerpiece of everything we believe, faithful in everything God gave him to do. Moses was also faithful, but Jesus gets far more honor. A builder is more valuable than a building any day. Every house has a builder, but the builder behind them all is God. Moses did a good job in God's house, but it was all servant work, getting things ready for what was to come. Christ, as son, is in charge of the house. Now, if we can only keep a firm grip on this bold confidence, we're the house. That's why the Holy Spirit says, Today, please listen. Don't turn a deaf ear as in the bitter uprising, that time of wilderness testing. Even though they watched me at work for 40 years, your ancestors refused to let me do it my way. Over and over, they tried my patience. And I was provoked, oh, so provoked. I said, they'll never keep their minds on God. They will refuse to walk down my road. Exasperated, I vowed. They'll never get where they're going, never be able to sit down and rest. So watch your step, friends. Make sure there's no evil unbelief lying around that will trip you up and throw you off course, diverting you from the living God. For as long as God's still calling it today, keep each other on your toes so sin doesn't slow down your reflexes. If we can only keep our grip on the sure thing we started out with, we're in this with Christ for the long haul. These words keep ringing in our ears. Today, please listen. Don't turn a deaf ear as in the bitter uprising. For who were the people who turned a deaf ear? Weren't they the very ones Moses led out of Egypt? And who was God provoked with for 40 years? Wasn't it those who turned a deaf ear and ended up corpses in the wilderness? And when he swore that they'd never get where they were going, wasn't he talking to the ones who turned a deaf ear? They never got there because they never listened, never believed. For as long then that the promise of resting in him pulls us onto God's goal for us, we need to be careful that we're not disqualified. We receive the same promises as those people in the wilderness. But the promises didn't do them a bit of good because they didn't receive the promises with faith. If we believe, though, we'll experience that state of resting, but not if we don't have faith. Remember that God said, exasperated, I vowed, they'll never get where they're going, never be able to sit down and rest. God made that vow, even though he'd finished his part before the foundation of the world. Somewhere it's written, God rested the seventh day, had completed his work. But in this other text, he says, they'll never be able to sit down and rest. So this promise has not yet been fulfilled. Those earlier ones never did get to the place of rest because they were disobedient. God keeps renewing the promise and setting the date as today, just as he did in David's song centuries later than the original invitation. Today, please listen, don't turn a deaf ear. And so this is still a live promise. It wasn't canceled at the time of Joshua. Otherwise, God wouldn't keep renewing the appointment for today. The promise of arrival and rest 
is still there for God's people. God himself is at rest. And at the end of the journey, we'll surely rest with God. So let's keep at it and eventually arrive at the place of rest, not drop out through some sort of disobedience. God means what he says. What he says goes. His powerful word is sharp as a surgeon's scalpel, cutting through everything, whether doubt or defense, laying us open to listen and obey. Nothing and no one can resist God's word. We can't get away from it, no matter what. This is the word of the Lord. Father, I'm entering into prayer with you with a confession and an assurance. By your Spirit, may this be a true confession. And by your Spirit, may I experience your assurance. Kyrie eleison. Lord, have mercy. Christe eleison. Christ, have mercy. Kyrie eleison. Lord, have mercy. Thank you for assuring me with these words from Galatians. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Thank you for abiding with me, giving me space to pause here, Lord, to enjoy time with you, communion with you. Thank you for the scriptures that I can listen to and read, words to meditate on, words to pray. Father, thank you for giving me a heart that is made for you and seeks you. Father, I pray for the needs of my church, of my neighborhood, of my city, and the world. Thank you, Lord, that you know all of these things even before I pray for them. There are so many needs. And give me faith that you are sufficient to meet those needs. Father, I pray for this this city and this state and this nation as we um, are coming through two years of pandemic, of separation, of isolation. And Lord, I know a lot of people have suffered in that. Father, I would pray for an end to these things 
and that as we unmask and as we re-engage that you would bless the scariness of that and the fear of that and help us as a people to lean into that and we need your help with that I pray that you feed the hungry I pray that you visit the lonely I pray that you bring neighbors together that we see the humanity in each other that we would love and respect and dignify each other Father I pray particularly in this country that we disagree well Father let your church lead the way let your people lead the way thank you for love that pervades all teach us to love thank you for the love that you give us so freely and abundantly give space now to pray for other needs that I am aware of. Thank you for this evening prayer, Father. Thank you uh, in the morning you send us out and in the evening you send us to bed. So thank you for this benediction out of Hebrews Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever rest tonight in the unchangeable love of our Lord Jesus Amen